Also, you're definitely not allowed to be on the episode if you're going to be eating pretzels the whole time. Oh. That's <laughs> Wait, so I can't eat my sausage? I won't eat my sausage, Lauren. Sausage and hard pretzels. Uh, the, this this one has this sausage has a nice thick skin that gives a good bite. It's a summer sausage, snickerdoodles, and then chocolate milk. I'm doing the snickerdoodles because I'm like, ooh, I baked these. She was a baker. Oh yeah, I also I got a Christmas cookie out. You had to. It's festive. It's fun. It's fun. It's two a.m. It's. T- it's 2 a.m. Yeah, I did not expect Lauren to be starting to record a podcast when I got home. <laughs> Let alone be awake. <laughs> <laughs> I like both of these beers. I'm I'm double fisting beers because Lauren didn't want hers, so I'll be fine. Is it better than my double grip on sausage and milk? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what a combo. Chocolate milk to not be outdone. Oh yeah, who drink? Who the fuck drinks white milk? Here, I'll do. It's five o'clock in the morning. Conversation, the conversation got boring. You said you got went to bed, said. So I went up to your bedroom. Yeah. I just heard some sausage. Sausage macking. I feel like I've committed so much. I gotta finish this sausage. It was a big sausage, but like, it was a bit. It felt small, but then the girth is what surprises you. (laughs) (laughs) Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on One Star. Hello, everybody, and welcome to One Star, a bad movie podcast. Uh, I'm Lauren. And if you couldn't tell, I'm still eating some sausage. I was gonna cut out... Well, whatever. <laughs> I I was I was just hoping my sausage eating would eat the cold, make the cold open. We'll see. We have like a full eight minutes of material to come through. <laughs> and you may ask, what's the name of this mysterious sausage man? I'm Quinn. <laughs> also known as nice. MSM. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Thanks for dropping by. Hey, what's the other disembodied voice? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Tyler Moliterno. I'm Lauren's brother. Yeah, he's just kind of, it's Christmas, it's family time. He's just kind of <laughs> hanging out. Well, yeah, well, I also if, I also do another podcast with you guys. So it's not that weird. No, but he also did not if, watch this movie. I did not. I just found out that <laughs> we were doing this. So I thought I would stop if, by. If, <laughs> if you're a snuff fan and you thought, hey, I was promised no Tyler. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> we are sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. Uh, basically, yeah, he came home and me and me and Quinn were firing up the old, the old podcast. <laughs> podcast machine. And he jumped on, and he's playing, just full full disclosure for our audience, he is playing Spyro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> while, <laughs> while we're recording. Gotta get them gems! <laughs> so, if you hear a bunch of tiny buttons, 
Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. Um, so he's just gonna be sitting here and not fully participating because he once again has not seen this movie. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's an easy way for me to listen to the episode live. <laughs> I'm like your live audience. <laughs> It's Tyler's way of actually getting out of listening to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this episode, we're talking about the princess switch. Because it's Christmas. Literally, as we're recording, it is technically Christmassy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think part of the reason like we started talking about even making this podcast, it was inspired by like bad Christmas movies. Uh, Hallmarky Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did just watch, by the way, I, give you, I can give you guys like a little mini review. I just watched a, a, a Veterans Christmas on the Hallmark Channel. That sounds amazing. It was it was the it was number nine on their holiday countdown, mm. which ends <laughs> at five p.m. on Christmas Eve. So I don't get it either. <laughs> But when Christmas is over. It's it's one of those things that the, the great thing about Hallmark movies, and I guess like bad movies like this one, is that they're like you you feel like something bad is going to happen because everybody's so perfect and nice. Like she meets this guy who's like so nice and so perfect, and he's like the town judge, and everybody loves him. And there's no conflict in the entire movie. So you're like is the twist going to be that he, like, kills him? <laughs> I was watching the other day um, on the Sci-Fi channel um, The Twelve Disasters of Christmas. Ooh. There and you go. That's something. It was amazing. I also watched Christmas Ice-Tastrophe because the only better place, the only place that has better Christmas movies than, like, Hallmark and Lifetime and now Netflix is the Sci-Fi channel. Yeah, that's true. So this is the second year in a row that Netflix has put out, like, a noteworthy, like, bad Christmas movie about, like, royalty. But they did two this year. There's another one? They did a sequel. They did a sequel. They did a sequel to The Christmas Prince? Yeah, A Christmas Prince, A Royal Wedding. This is the first I'm hearing about it. I haven't seen A Christmas Prince, the the OG. Really? Did you watch the second one? No. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen A Christmas Prince. I think... People, like, always say it's, like, really bad. But I didn't think it was, like, that terrible. It was pretty boring, in my opinion. Describe the plot in three sentences. Um, Deception... Bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing three words and phrases. <laughs> Unethical journalistic practices. Mm. And um, polio. <laughs> Maybe. I'm glad we stuck with three words. It was better. <laughs> I can't guarantee it was polio. Some Wait, maybe sort. polio. Yeah, polio. With, like, a question mark at the end. <laughs> Bad journalistic practices. Polio? <laughs> it was a while ago. I saw it a while ago. I'll be honest. It makes me want to watch that movie more now. Yeah. You're welcome. You know, you know how to sell it. <laughs> I, I did oversell the polio aspect. I will lead. I'll let you know about that. So like we said before, we're talking about the princess switch. We are being festive. Uh, we, we are, are, we are being festive. We are being festive. Christmas cookies. 
Yeah, like since Vanessa Hudgens, our one star that we got right again two times in a row. Guys, are you proud of us? We are following the rules that we established for this podcast. I feel proud of us. Is there anybody even remotely close to a star other than her in this? Nope. Oh, one of them is about to be, though. Ooh. Kevin? Kevin. I think the her, like, evil competitor I looked familiar to me, but I can't. I can look it up. At least Kevin's going to be starring in my dreams, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he ended up being the one star that mattered. So is he the love interest, or is he like a side Tyler, character? come on, Tyler. There's two love interests in this movie. Oh, I'm sorry. How dare you. Is he a love interest? Yes. He's is he the bad boy one? Oh, no, he's perfect. There's no bad boy in this one. Oh. Uh, Wait, is she, just, is she just deciding between two perfect guys? Tyler, she plays two Oh, there's two people! people. I, oh, my God. I love God. Tyler. You you've forgotten all about Spyro. You're enraptured already. <laughs> yeah, she was in the ensemble in Les Mis, and I doubt that that's what. That's I what. It's definitely. Oh, of course, about. that's where you know her. The the thing about um a princess witch is I've never seen like this style of movie that has included every single cliche from this style of movie in one. Like, it is jam-packed of predictability. Um, Which is fun. Yes. It is fun. The only thing... The only thing this movie is missing is her, like, returning... A workaholic returning to her hometown to discover the true meaning of Christmas. That's the only thing that's missing. The the movie currently on the Hallmark uh, holiday countdown is um, a movie called A Small Town Christmas, where... A woman wrote a, a series of books about a small Christmas town, and the small town is actually based on a real town that she's never been to. But a coworker that she used to have told her stories all about it. And also, there's another guy who's going who's going there to turn it into a tourist trap, and he's probably going to be the bad guy. But he was pretty hot, and he didn't seem that evil, so I don't really know what their plan is. See, me and me and Tyler invented a game a couple years ago. It's very fun, and it's a little bit late to be telling you this, but it's still fun. You should do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, so now, right now, Hallmark is just playing Christmas movies 24-7, I guess, until 5 p.m. on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't look at the TV guide or whatever, but you just turn on the Hallmark channel, and whatever movie it is, you have to try and guess what the name of the movie is. That's and so fun. Listen, it's so much harder than you think it is. Because they almost never make any sense. Yeah, I the, the I would not have called A Veteran's Christmas A Veteran's Christmas. That's actually an insane title for the movie. It's only casually ever brought up that she was in the military. It has nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> I do remember. I was close. But it is a double entendre because she does have a dog named Christmas. Whoa. So it's A Veteran's Christmas and A Veteran's... Christmas. What kind of fucking name of for a dog is that? <laughs> well, there's another dog in the movie, and his name is Justice. <laughs> Christmas Justice. And also, the main character's name is Grace Garland. <laughs> yeah, I should have led with that. <laughs> I like I like Christmas Justice. That sounds like a fun one. She's that would, that would be a different movie. She, that, but, that, but again, 
like I said, the, the the love interest is the mayor, or not the mayor, he's the judge in the town. So <laughs> here, here, Christmas Justice could be a sequel. Here, here's the plot. She's a workaholic lawyer in New York, in the big city. She returns to yeah. her small town for Christmas. She's visiting her parents, her dad, oh, her actually, mom's she doesn't dad. Live in New York. She, she lives in Chicago, because that was a thing that I learned that they kept, both movies kept reference, like Chicago as a reference point, like as a difference between their small town. It's, so they, so it's not all the way to New York. It's, it's one of the two. Out. But she's it's coming back to spend time with her dad for Christmas. Her mom's dead. But, oh no, someone's vandalizing Christmas um, decorations all over town. And it's up her and the newly appointed young sheriff to solve it. And they fall in love as they do. Christmas the justice. Sheriff. Of course he's hot. Everyone's hot. <laughs> who, who did it, though? Who's responsible? Um, it turns out it'll be like some mischievous elves. Oh, yes. Yeah. Magic no, element. Santa's That's going so to be good. real. <laughs> good. Speaking of I think, Santa. I think, the boyfriend, I think the boyfriend should be Santa. Like, <laughs> speaking of a, a small town from Chicago. Was, of someone from Chicago. I was going to say, see, speaking of someone who might be Santa... Let's talk about a Christmas print. <laughs> nope, that's not the one we're reviewing. <laughs> a princess switch. I did, that guy that you're talking about, I did, like, I don't know if it was the first or second time he came up, but I wrote down, oh, this motherfucker gonna be Santa. <laughs> but, oh, oh, God. I'm so excited to hear about this Who? Movie. Okay, who was he? I, I, he has to have been Santa. But he wasn't Santa. He was. No, I think. He was like an angel? Maybe? He was like definitely magic. That was for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like they never allowed that this movie tried had too many plot lines. There's too much going on. There's way too much going on. There's that plot line. There's the villain plot line, which was the worst part of the movie. Yeah, it was so dumb. (laughs) Because the villain's big plan to like Can we get into this this early? Yeah, we no, we need to explain the basics of the plot first. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Vanessa Hudgens, our, our lovely one star, who, I'll be honest, fan. I'm a fan. I love her. I was telling Lauren when she was watching the movie that, like, I didn't love Vanessa Hudgens because she's, like, only been okay in things, but she's not bad. I don't think she's bad, but she's only been okay in stuff. As far oh, as so you but, you aren't welcome on this <laughs> podcast anymore. <laughs> but no, you I like was going to say live. Huh? You like turning Grease live? Oh yeah, she was great in Grease live, and what an emotional performance! He's high mainly school... just talking about High School Musical. Yeah, I was going to say High School and Musical like, is like, right there. Like small other things that I've seen her in, but um, but I liked her. I've decided I like her a lot more because of the um. The story about her, her birthday party being Lord of the Rings themed. And I was like, that's that's dope as fuck. So Vanessa Hudson's is cool in my book. I, I'm sure she was waiting for your approval. Oh, sick burn. <laughs> so Vanessa Hudgens is a no-nonsense baker. Uh, okay, she... Wait, wait, Lord, did you, did you just spin the wheel of Christmas movie protagonists? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of the cliches. She's a workaholic baker who recently got broken up with. That's a profession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 
And uh, who who is very busy right before Christmas. Oh, naturally. And it has a very successful bake shop. This sounds like the 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 uh, Melissa Joan Hart movie that we watched. Yeah, that we watched like the beginning and then the end of. Right, where Quinn. Um, oh, we oh we should have watched this movie. <laughs> should have, Quinn. This movie it stars Melissa Joan Hart and she's a workaholic baker right before Christmas who just got broken up. <laughs> <laughs> She actually, you actually see the breakup in this movie, and honestly, it's the best scene. It's, well, there's it's so many. The Christmas Prince or the other one? No, no, in the Melissa Joan Hart one. Okay, when he breaks up with her, it's so funny. Which is again, we don't know the name of it. We, I don't remember what it was called. I'm gonna um, guess it's maybe um, Christmas cakes. That's my guess. No, it could be because again, that's vague enough. But um, so. She, um, she, like, isn't really excited about Christmas because she has so much work to do. And then, like, um, who was the guy who played the magical stranger who owned the shop? It was someone famous. I don't remember. But he owned a magic shop. And, uh, or a regular shop that wasn't magic. Wink, nod. And... (laughs) What? I just found what the movie's called. <laughs> What's it called? Does it wait? Does it spoil the reveal if you say it? No, but it will be much better once you know what the plot is. <laughs> All right, so let, tell them the name then. No, like once you tell once you tell them the oh, plot. Oh, tell, tell the name last. Okay, so so he she like buys a nutcracker from him and then she leaves it under her tree, and then the next day her her timeshare um, guy that she sold her time, is this like, a timeshare Christmas. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> no. no. I'm almost a thousand percent sure that's a real movie. I'm sure it's real. Also, by the way, since I'm on her IMDb, Melissa Joan Hart uh, has been an actress in 69 things. Uh-huh. Nice. Oh, <laughs> she's one of the queens of these kind of movies. It's yeah, her, it's her Lacey Chabert, Candace Cameron Burr, Candace Cameron Burr. Uh, the girl from Mean Girls, Lacey Chabert. Oh yeah, we got it. And then in a featured role, Jane Seymour. <laughs> um, so so she she gets us that cracker, she puts it under a tree, and she's like, God, I, I wish Christmas was better, or some stupid shit like that. And by the way, her name is Kate Holiday. <laughs> oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That confirms my theory that the way these characters are named is that they take a bunch of Christmas words that are written on dice and then they put it in a Yahtzee name. thing and then they spill it. That's how they come up with the name. Okay, but, keep going. Yeah, so she puts she puts that cracker under a tree. She's like, I, I wish for a better Christmas. And then the Wait, next... hold on. Tyler, you're forgetting a very important detail. Lord, get, please stop. Please. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is yours. Before she puts the nutcracker under her tree, she looks at it. And by the way, this is a very old-fashioned looking nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Like... White hair, just when you think because of a nut, it's the Nutcracker. When you when you think of a Nutcracker, it's that one. Yeah. And she looks at it and she goes, huh, "I always thought you were attractive." <laughs> You're right, Lauren. That was important. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> she, she, ex- <laughs> she, she explicitly expresses that her desire to fuck this she was like, I hope Christmas gets better, fuckable nutcracker, and then puts him 
under the tree and then the next day she wakes up and her timeshare uh person that she she's selling her house to a timeshare person she's gonna stay there but to, to help with the holidays she's gonna get a little extra money from a timeshare person coming in to live there and uh he showed up like completely unannounced I don't. She doesn't even know he got announced. He's dressed as a nutcracker and he's sleeping on the floor underneath the tree. Mm. Weird, right? What? He must have gotten drunk and fallen asleep after like and a stole her nutcracker. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even look for it. So, uh, yeah, it turns out he is the nutcracker. Yeah, Quinn. No, do do you think he's the nutcracker come to life? I, I think it's a fever dream. Okay, well, it, but like Lauren mentioned, that it's not just any Nutcracker; it's the Nutcracker, like the one, the one from the from the from the uh, play, yeah, ballet, the, um, ballet, ballet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What I said, thank you. I can't hear you. I got big headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so it's the was, one from the ballet. So he, so he was, has to defeat the Rat King, and I'm really disappointed because we did not watch far enough into it to find out if he actually fought a Rat King. I was. Uh, but he is really good at cracking nuts, which she needs for her bakery. <laughs> so, do you have a guess as to what this movie title is? Is it oh, you... a Nutcracker Christmas? No. Um, it's better than that. Is it um, my nutty holiday? <laughs> it's close, probably. You're so close. <laughs> You're really close. I think you can get it. Um, uh, my Nutcracker Christmas. You already said that. <laughs> I said a variation. They're all the same. All these movies are the same. It's called A Very Nutty Christmas. Oh, I'm so close. What did he say? That was really close. He said like a mud... I don't remember. I said My Nutty Holiday. <laughs> oh, that is so close. You got to put Christmas in there. That was the thing I was saying. See, that's the thing. Once you've seen one of these movies, you've seen them all. My mom, I was watching this. I was watching a Princess Switch back to the movie we're talking about. I was wa- wait, wait before we before we get on to the, the a Nutcracker Christmas or not, a Nutty Christmas. There is another person, Quinn, that you know in this cast. Who? Oh yeah, a Big winner of Big Brother. <gasps> a winner. What? Oh my god, who can I hope it is? Is it Rachel? I hope it's Rachel. <laughs> no. It's Big Brother Celebrity. Celebrity. Oh, celebrity. Melissa Jure Winokur? Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. She works at the bakery. Uh, of course she does. <laughs> they need to make 3,000 cookies before Christmas. Yeah, the Na- the Army and the Navy both ordered 1,000 cookies. <laughs> And then they got competitive and then ordered more cookies. Yeah, and, and and there's also this really great moment where Melissa Joan Hart, expert baker, is um, she's decorating cookies. But you can tell that, like, <laughs> yes, there's, like, four or five of them already done, and then she's working on the next one. And you can tell that, like, the production designer did the other ones, and Melissa Joan Hart is doing this one because it's terrible. That's so funny. It's it's a great movie, and also... It sounds excellent. Um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. I don't. I, w- I thought there was another thing I was going to bring up about it, but I don't remember. But you should watch it. So a, sh- a, a different baker. <laughs> but yeah, so I was sitting watching a Princess Witch, and my mom was baking cookies in the kitchen, like listening over it, listening to it, and she would literally yell out plot points before they happened, <laughs> like with a hundred percent accuracy. <laughs> That's why. Like, do you remember which ones? Oh, um, what was it? She was like. 
Oh, they're gonna switch places or something. Like just over she didn't see that they looked alike. <laughs> she just heard them talking. Um, let me find where I put the note where her like big prediction was spot on. I I do want to say that that's why me and Lauren because uh, my brother my brother and me does like a game right now where they like name two real uh, Christmas movies and like one fake one and they have to guess which one's which. The, and, and it's so hard because they all sound fake. But the thing that's great about Lauren and I's game is that it's actually so much harder than that because it's impossible to figure out what those names are called. Like, you can, you can predict the plot to a T, but it's, like, impossible to remember, like, what they're called. <laughs> so I think I just did a pretty good job. You did. You got really close. It's, there's a formula to it, and it's exciting. It's so fun. But it, so back to the plot of what the princess wishes. Yeah, we haven't said anything about it. So she is a baker from Chicago. She follows schedules and is very no nonsense and uh, is is just. Which movie are you talking about? The Princess Switch. <laughs> and she's from Chicago, and you know that from her. Very touristy hat that she wears all the time. Which a real person who lives in Chicago would never wear. I really, really wanted her to, like, make a bold accent choice and just go on full Chicago with it. Yes. It would have been at least interesting. It would have added something just for me. So then her sous chef, Kevin, surprises her. We love Kevin. We love Kevin. (laughs) Uh, surprises her because he entered her in a World Christmas Baking Championship in Belgravia. I have a lot of questions. I'm sorry, Lauren. I'm sorry, Lauren. I think you just coughed. (laughs) Did you, what was the name of the city? Belgravia. Oh, that, that, (laughs) your cold has gotten really bad. (laughs) Uh, So I have a lot of questions about not just Belgravia, but, like, these fake countries in these movies in general. Because they're, like, essentially Britain, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, like, Belgravia is basically just Bulgaria. <laughs> but a very magical place. Montenegro is basically just Montenegro. Yeah, but they all have British accents. They don't, yes. all their customs are the same. Except for the ones that she makes up. Yeah. Sorry, I'm eating snicker noodles. <laughs> um, so, we'll get, we'll get into more about these countries. So, she was, she was entered... Okay, I'm going to start that sentence over again. Okay, take your time. <laughs> so, she was entered into this contest. And she's like, I can't go. It's Christmas. I got stuff to do. I got 3,000 cookies to make for the army and the navy. <laughs> and she's like, I can't. Uh, and she's like, Patrick. You know my personality. <coughs> Patrick? Paul. Yeah, and she runs in. Paul. I couldn't tell you. I, don't I had to check my notes. She runs into her ex. And then is like brags to him because he has a girlfriend. So here's she's she's like you know Christmas was a special time for me and Paul, but then she never gives an example of how. No, and also I hate that in movies because I wrote that down. It's like Christmas isn't only special for you two. Like right. every couple, <laughs> most, like, most people Christmas like Christmas. Christmas Eve for us. 
Yeah, and it's not like it's like she was like it was a very special time for us, and it was and, like why like you are not special. And I hate that trope where she's like, oh yeah, I'll put off this excellent career opportunity because I'm a little sad. Right. That was the only reason why it wasn't because of work that she needed to stay behind. She, it was. It was mostly she was upset about the breakup. It was. They, it was made crystal clear that she was. She had, Paul broke up with her, so she wasn't going to. She was giving up her career opportunity of a lifetime because apparently this weird cooking show is a big deal. Yeah. Is it like the Great British Bake Off? But it's, it's international, and it's somehow sponsored by the government of Belgravia. <laughs> oh sure <laughs> this okay can i just say that that this, this everything about what you're just saying this could literally be an episode of the sweet life of zach and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> right up, up to and including vanessa hudgens including including it, it being included in the plot as a baker <laughs> <laughs> so uh she brags to her, her ex and then decides to go to this competition as revenge for him where... moving on is yes. he a baker no. We never see him Then why again. does he care? <laughs> we, he's gone. He's, oh, he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> he, he died. <laughs> I wish... Wouldn't it be great if they just... Every time a character <laughs> wasn't in the movie anymore, they just said he died? So... Uh, or I love this transition because it showed a shot of a plane and then you just no, hear... I hate this. <laughs> so much. I was going to talk about this. I hate when movies do this. It made me laugh. <laughs> It's the one thing that makes me want to just like be like, nope, and then just. Oh, turn it's it so off. lazy. It's a shot. It's like a stock photo footage shot of a plane, and you just hear Vanessa Hudgens like voiceover. Guess we're going to Belgravia, and then they're there. Oh my god, that's it. I love it. I love it. Oh, hold um, on. we didn't talk about Kevin's daughter at all. Because we're just going through... I'm just trying to get through the overall Oh, plot. sorry. <laughs> so, she, and then she meets uh, the Duchess of Montenero, who is marrying the Prince of Belgravia <laughs> in two days. Who thought Belgravia was a good name? <laughs> um, but she wants to... But they look alike, because they're both Vanessa Hudgens. And that explains that. And she's like, I want to be like a normal girl. Switch places with me for two days. We'll meet back at midnight. Okay. Ta-ta. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then they do that. And then they fall in love with each other. It was- <laughs> with each other? <laughs> yes. I did not see that coming oh. at all. I love it. It's so progressive. That's a so the superior Duchess movie. <laughs> falls in love with the sous chef, Kevin, who who hasn't, by the way. And, uh, what was her, uh, what else, what was her name? Who's? Stacy? Who's? Oh, Stacy DeNovo. Stacy DeNovo see, from Chicago. That's what I wanted. <laughs> uh, Stacy falls in love with the prince, obviously, and then they switch back, and then they're like, but also, they were, there was really no conflict there. They're like, oh, but like, we switched, and they're like, oh, okay, they're like, oh, you, let's you, go make out. you, you silly little women, how, how, <laughs> how, um, manic of you. <laughs> and then he's like, well, do you want to marry me? Because I'm wait, that's a second. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you want to marry me? Bulgaria is in the south. <laughs> Do you want to marry me? <laughs> um, and then 
Yeah. Classic happy ending for Hallmark. It's not Hallmark. Not Hallmark but... Okay. So honestly, Stacy got off worse because she had Kevin sitting there, clearly in love with her a little bit. <laughs> and she threw that away for some piece of Wonder Bread. And I stand by that. The prince sucked. I hated him. He was so boring. And every... So, wait, she ends up with the prince and not Kevin? Oh, he... he, Stacy, Chicago Vanessa Hudgens ends up with the prince. And then Mondeldovia Vanessa Hudgens ends up with Kevin. (laughs) They switch, like, boyfriends, too. That's... That's weird. But also, like... That's... It's almost like the script was just written... (laughs) What do you think? At one point, the script was like... Uh, he's going to, or she she goes to this other country and she falls in love with this prince. But then they're like, well, what about what about Kevin? And so they decided to make up the plot where she plays two people so that Kevin could also have a girlfriend. <laughs> so they're like, guys, we need to talk about Kevin. Hey, <laughs> Kevin can wait. Yeah, they're like, Kevin can wait until later in the film to get his love interest. <laughs> Uh, I think we did it. We named all the Kevin things. Good job, guys. <laughs> Kevin saves Wait, the world, probably. You... <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And also, there's a threat. Also, Kevin has a daughter. <laughs> well, that explains why Chicago Stacy isn't interested in well, she, Kevin has a daughter. She's, she's great. She's a real woman. No kids. We, the, the daughter is great. Who's like fourteen years old? Question mark, which made me confused as to how old she's. No, was in, in, a, in a Veterans Christmas. I thought she was eight. Because there's that specific line. It's like I know a certain eight-year-old girl who needs a ballet scholarship. Quinn, I need you to answer me this very honestly. Have you ever seen an eight-year-old? <laughs> no, the the dialogue said she was eight. So the character was eight, but not the actress. Yeah. The actress was probably that. Okay, and also, I was, my aunt's a second grade teacher, and I went to help, like, build gingerbread houses with them, and so, so what I, second graders are seven, is what I found out. And this my, my aunt's and, second grade teacher is the, my best friend is black of people who don't know the ages of children. <laughs> no, so I'm sitting at this table with second graders, and they're like, how old are you? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm 21. And they're like, guess how old we are? And I'm like, well, fuck. I have no idea. So I look at... Probably, what, like uh, 17? No, I look at this girl and I'm like, 11? (laughs) Turns out she was 7. So I was mocked by a bunch of 7-year-olds for not knowing they were 7. 7-year-olds will do that. They could have been 15. I don't really know. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe they were lying to you. Maybe they were 14. No, I would have bought into it, but then my aunt started making fun of me, too. (laughs) Um, Well, that might be the case, but there's no way in hell that this girl was eight years old. I promise. I I, I started questioning her age, too, but then I remembered the dialogue. Because it felt weird. It felt wrong. I'm trying to think of an age that, like, maybe that's what they said instead that, like, could make sense, but, like, nothing that sounds like eight. Eight, fourteen. <laughs> Two, eight, yeah, fourteen. A, Thirteen, twelve, ten. Eleven. Um, 
Because I was like, she had to have been born in high school. <laughs> Why? If she was like, how old as the actress looked. Oh, yeah, but she definitely wasn't because, like, they seemed... I started... They never brought up the mother until, like, the last five minutes. So I was like, (laughs) who is her mom? And he was just like, things just didn't work out. And I was like, oh, okay. But I was assuming it was, like, secretly going to be Stacy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been very interesting. That that would have been... That wouldn't have fit the tone of the movie. I don't know. I was thinking that. That's too whorish. <laughs> so, um, they the movie opens up <laughs> with them at, at this bake shop, and he's like, "Surprise! I uh, submitted you to this thing, and you got accepted." And the daughter is very sassy, and is like, "You going? <laughs> That's the end of the story." <laughs> Pack your bags. You go. You going. You going. I remember. I remember now that she was in a tutu during the scene. But later, when they start talking about her love for dancing, I was like, "Where did this come from?" <laughs> it, and it was it was very forced and then very forgotten. <laughs> like we never saw her dance, so I don't believe it. Um, but then when she's walking to. I don't know where she was going, but she was walking outside. This is when she ran into her ex. Mm-hmm. And then we meet this guy mm-hmm. who is like a bell ringer. Bell hop? No, bell like Salvation Salvation Army. Oh, okay. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. And that's when I wrote down, why did we need Christmas magic in this? <laughs> oh, this is like, okay, here we go. But they won't so you could, you could, call it Christmas magic. No, and he just keeps, he repeats the quote. There's a quote that keeps coming up. It's just like, life is what happens when you're too busy making other plans. Yes. And that, this is the second time we've heard this quote okay. so far in this movie. Because Kevin said it. And now the guy ringing the bell said it. And so she's like, well, I heard the same quote two times in a day. Better go to Belgrade. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's what I wrote down. I was like, does she have to go that day? Because it did seem like she was told about it, and then, like, they left. Bul- Bulgaria is a 175-hour flight. <laughs> if she wanted to get there on time, she <laughs> So then we see the, the footage of the plane, and then we get our first little instance of her, like, not wanting to budge from a schedule. And they're like, tighten up, bitch. Well, <laughs> then, well she says, like, she specifically says, we have to get to Wembley. And Wembley is in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, where is Belgravia? Like, geographically, what are our thoughts? I, it could be in the United Kingdom. There was a movie that they did on how to just or, get made once, where somebody in the audience, or, like, the, they talked about, like, how far away the place was, like, somebody was going to. And somebody in the audience was like, uh, I just want to say that they said that the this place was 20,000, or, tw- like, 18,000 miles away um, from where they were. But uh, the, the Earth circumference is only like this many thousand miles, so <laughs> it's literally impossible for anything on Earth to be that far. <laughs> and I think that's where Bulgaria is. <laughs> I, I like to think it's like an island somewhere like between Norway and Northern Ireland. That's my guess. Yeah, like it, like Wales. Yeah, but like a real country. 
And they because <laughs> whales is <laughs> okay. I don't. I I am not astute to the geopolitical context of the United Kingdom. <laughs> okay. So he, so he he did not know about whales. No, I know. I know about. I know about whales, but is it a country or is it just the United Kingdom? I know about whales. They're a big mammal. <laughs> Is that your impression of Quinn? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I bet I bet you listeners couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, you're probably confused. That was Lauren, if anyone doesn't understand. I think it's showing that we're recording this at three AM. <laughs> well you know well, you know what they say. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. So, <laughs> what was confusing me is I don't think they understood what kind of country they wanted Belgravia to be. Because when we were first introduced to it, one, they're staying in like a, a cabin, and then they're walking down the square, and the square is like kind of like a walking square, and it seems very like... Yeah, is, uh, is this though. country just a city? <laughs> right. It's, it's it's like there's like vendors on the street and it's like the sidewalk is also where your cars drive. <laughs> sure. And there's a square where like singers just stand up and carol. And then like when when she's preparing for the like baking championship, it's obviously in like this huge city, mm-hmm. like downtown area. And it's like I don't think they couldn't like figure out how they wanted this country to like feel. Yeah, it, like, it both wanted to be, like, a metropolis and, like, this quaint little, like, city capital. Yeah, like, I, I, they couldn't decide if they wanted it to be a big city or, like, a small town in Europe. Did they shoot it at the Universal Backlot uh, Europe set? Probably. Almost definitely. But there's, there's a part... So they're walking down the square after she's like, we can't, we gotta go to Wembley, and they're like, lighten up, we're going shopping. <laughs> They're like they're walking down the square and the daughter freaks out because she sees a stand that is selling stockings. <laughs> and it's like, why does she love stockings so much? It's she like she freaked out. Everyone in these movies lo- fucking love Christmas. That's part yes. of it. And um the guy selling the stockings was the the aforementioned bell ringer. Ah. And that is when I wrote down this motherfucker gotta be Santa. <laughs> but he but I, so definitely isn't Santa. Yeah, like there's no he just keeps showing up and saying shit. Uh huh. But like we never know who he is. Did he make them meet? Did he Was he old or young? Old. old. Come, come on, Ty. Okay. You gotta be old. I don't know why, but I I pictured a young, sexy protagonist. <laughs> no, he was more like the Nutcracker. He was more like a mischievous elf. Ah, gotcha. But like with before we go on that, a warmness. I wanna. I, mean, I forgot to mention earlier. The schedule for for this competition is you have five hours to set up your station. And then the competition isn't for another two days. It is a little strange. It doesn't make any sense to me. So you have from like 12 to 5 to go in and set up your kitchen. And then you're just gone for two days. Why have a time limit on that? 
And also, like, why wouldn't it be the next day? Yeah. That didn't make any sense. Uh, you're... And they talk about it a lot. Uh, I but know. It was because she needed to set up and then meet the, the Duchess and then ah, switch. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. The Duchess Margaret. But as, as, a, as a competition was a very dumb idea. Again, why is the country putting resources into a baking contest? No idea. I don't know why we're trying to build a wall around Mexico. But something that makes the switch more complicated is that she has a, uh, much like the parent trap, a very complicated secret handshake with the daughter. Oh, of course. That makes sense. Which, the actual handshake was like 90% from the parent trap. <laughs> <laughs> Like there is some. I love it. There is some moves. I'm like, that was just definitely. What if we? The parent what if they had a secret handshake like in the Parent Trap? I don't know. What? Let's, what was that one like? Perfect. Put it in. I mean, this essentially is the adult Christmas Parent Trap. But also, have you seen? Uh, uh, I was gonna say Monte Cristo. That's not right. The Count. No, Monte Cristo. So Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo, the Monte Selena Carlo. Gomez movie. Monte Carlo. Uh, um, it's basically the plot of that, mixed with the Parent Trap, but with more love. <laughs> and the Prince and, and the Pauper, kind of. Because they're not related, right? They are. Maybe. <laughs> they are maybe. They think they're related. They think they're like distant cousins. Yeah, because they're like the D'Onofrios moved to Chicago, and she's like, "Well, I'm De Novo." Wait, she's related to Vincent D'Onofrio? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> so, uh, she she runs in. So, when she's prepping the kitchen with Kevin, that's when we're introduced to her bitter culinary rival. Who? Who they they? St- it doesn't make any. They they haven't really explained why this girl hates Vanessa Hudgens. It's because she was fucking the professor, not Vanessa, the villain. <laughs> but was but Vanessa Hudgens still was like a better baker and got better grades. I think that's what it is. Uh, okay, but okay, I need to talk about her entire storyline and specifically we'll just, we'll just knock her, her plan of sabotage because it's infuriating to me. So first of all, she didn't need to be in this movie. It was like a plot line they like wanted to throw in. But it was just annoying. It just took up time. But, so, her she decides to sabotage Vanessa Hudgens by cutting the cord to her stand mixer. What a devious, nefarious plan. So, but that's it. First of all, you think... That's all she does. That's all she does. So, first of all, you think, oh, when she uses it, she'll... It won't work. She'll see the cords cut. And then the, like, judges... Why would they just give her a stu- new stand mixer? Like that seems like because within the rules. She only she only had five hours to put everything together, and that would be outside the allotted. No, time. it gets worse. Okay, so they're at the competition, and Vanessa Hudgens is. I need to use my stand mixer now. So she walks to it, but does she announce it like that? Pretty much. But as okay. she's walking to it, she walks by a completed cake that they've already made. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I wanted to talk about that. Because I was like, how, have she, how has she been making this? How did she make the cake? <laughs> I don't get it. She's like, I'm making the filling. But the cake is built. 
I wrote I wrote about this in all caps because I was infuriated. It makes <laughs> no wrote, sense. Their whole cake is baked and they haven't used the You mix. use the mixer to mix the cake mix. <laughs> I also want to say that at this point where she goes to she she goes to like mash berries for something and that's when she goes to use the mixer. For the filling, she says. For the filling, once again, cake almost Completely done by now. Completely <laughs> covered in fondant. Head to toe. <laughs> like, Top to tear. Is, <laughs> um, is her plan to inject the, <laughs> into the side of the cake like a hostess cupcake? Yes. But uh, there, I, I remember seeing that there were still two hours left. And literally everyone in the competition was already fully done with their cake and layered them. And I was like, that is... I've watched too many baking shows. I know that that's not realistic at all. I, I've seen enough of great British baking show to know. Exactly. Like, if you have two hours left, you would not be, like, almost done decorating. Yeah, five hours for that many tears? In what world? <laughs> How many tears was it? It was, it was like, like nine. Jesus. They were big. I, I had, like, three in my head. Because it was just... Tyler, come on. It's the World Christmas Baking Championship. You're right. It's the International Baking Competition. This is a course. fucking amateur hour, Tyler. Is, does that wrap up the villain storyline? <laughs> uh, I was just... I was so angry about <clears throat> the filling. There was there was one part earlier in the movie where... <coughs> where Vanessa Hudgens and the prince were... Or no, no, no. Vanessa Hudgens and Kevin <laughs> were walking down the street and are stopped by a reporter who recognized her from being such a great baker from Chicago. <laughs> and while they were talking, she was like, hey, Kevin, you're a sous chef. You know, you should answer these questions, too. Mainly because she doesn't know any of these answers. <laughs> <laughs> But then Our, the, the villain was standing there, and then she got mad and was just like, oh, she's giving her sous chef credit, and then got mad and then stormed off. <laughs> Who cares? Tyler, she does. <laughs> so they're supposed. To, he's supposed to be a good sous chef. Like, when we come in, he made a very realistic fondant Santa. But there's this one scene where they're painting ornaments, and his looks like shit. Yeah. So is he a good artist or not? <laughs> I want to know. Maybe uh, it's a Melissa Joan Hart situation, and they let Kevin the actor do that one. <laughs> we shouldn't. We shouldn't not trust Kevin. He's never. He's never done us wrong before. He, yeah, he only does um, cakes, not um, wrong ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> or he can just really make a good fondant Santa. Who can't? <laughs> wow. Got laid down the gauntlet. <laughs> I also wrote down that there's no way that that guy and Vanessa Hudgens are the same age. <laughs> How much older? They're supposed to be... They're supposed to have, like, went to high school together. Yeah, but how... Like, which one's older and by how much do you think? Kevin looks older. Oh, I'll find oh, out. Shift? That's sad. What? He's only I... the suit suit. Yeah, that's sad. Okay, Vanessa Hudgens is... She's supposed to be the same age, she just looks older. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens is 30. Yeah, that guy, I still think that guy looked older than 30. 
I'm just shocked she's 30. How old did you think she was? She was probably like... I don't know, like 26. I would have expected her to be 26 when she did High School Musical. I don't know. She'll, she's like forever 18. Right? No, he's tw- he's 32. They're the same age. They're two 30 and 32 are two different ages. No, I said she's 30. Oh, he's, oh, he's 30 32. also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> 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 for a second there, I was like, Quinn doesn't know the difference between numbers. <laughs> yeah, they're the same age. Well. You learn something new every day. Ow. Uh, so. Uh, she... The, the Duchess Margaret wants to do this plan because she wants to live a, a normal life before she marries Prince Edward. Who, it's an arranged marriage and she barely knows him. But also there's a point where, like, they definitely, they talk about this this character earlier and they say that she doesn't let her picture be taken. Um, and so no one really knows what she looks like. So, like, why did she have to come up with this plan? Mm, good question. What do you... Oh, you? she couldn't just, like, just change her outfit and go into the world and be fine? Yeah, she couldn't have just put on a t-shirt and then walked outside? That's a very excellent question, but... The reason is because then this movie wouldn't have happened if she would have done that. Because <laughs> even even when she went when they went to the baking championship at the end, she wore giant sunglasses so that no one would see what she looked like. Yeah, that's really all it took. So she did that, and then also they like make a point to say that she has not been photographed and like would not be recognized. And also, how come if she looks exactly like? Uh, the Duchess, Vanessa Hudgens, is, the other Vanessa Hudgens does. Like, Chicago, why, Chicago Stacy. Chicago Stacy. Why wouldn't she be stopped all the time? Be like, you, you look like the Duchess. She could have just been like, oh, that's not me. Well, because nobody knows what the Duchess looks like. Exactly. So why didn't any of this need to happen? <laughs> well, I mean, I would, I would say I will give the movie the benefit of the doubt and say that because I'm pretty sure another movie has used this before probably the Prince of the Popper, that people would notice if she disappeared. So if she has somebody who looks exactly like her to take her place, then she can go out in the real world. She can go out for, like, an evening. Yeah, she doesn't need to, like, sleep somewhere else. Like, who cares? But she needs to sleep with someone else. Kevin, right? Kevin. Yeah. Uh, And his great eyebrows. (laughs) And his body. Oh, my God. I, uh, Yes. I wrote when that happened in all caps. Damn, Kevin. Okay. I see Damn, you. Kevin, you. You can get it. I see you. I see it. I still see it. Um. So something that Chicago Stacy does while she's being caught is she's being she's, what? When she when she gets caught, like if if someone asks her, like that's a weird thing for you to have been doing. She always says, oh, yes, it's a custom in Montanero, which nothing made it. It's like the one time she was wearing a nightgown Mm -hmm. and was going through the closet and saw one of the Duchess's hats. And so she put it on. Naturally. But that's her hat. Prince, Yeah. Prince Edward came and knocked on the door and she was talking to him and he was like, hey, what's up with the hat? And she was like, oh, (laughs) 
my maid just went to fetch me some tea, and it's a custom in Montenero to wear your best hat while you drink tea. And he was like, but you're literally in your pajamas. What? And she's like, yeah, he said, it doesn't matter. He said, your, your sleeping gown. <laughs> and then... Uh, she's like, yeah, it's a custom in Montenero. It's like, you could have just been like, oh yeah, I forgot I put this hat on. Is Montenero her home country? Yes, she's the Duchess of Montenero. Okay. She's not from... That sounds... I just want to say, like, I'm not accusing the screenwriters or anything. That does sound a lot like our last name. (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. What what is a Duchess... That's what, like, like Meghan Markle is now. She's a duchess. But, like, what's the level? <laughs> what's the level? <laughs> Why? Is she the princess? Or will she be the princess after she, marrying the prince? She is... The, the Dutch... The, or the Duke... The Duke and Duchess, I believe it is, would be, like, basically... They... When you are a prince... Or a member of the royal family, you are like um, given a title, and it's usually like duke or duchess or something like that, like the the Duchess of Cambury, Cambury or something like that. The, uh, one of I, I think that's one of the I, I think Markle Kate, or something. I don't know if it's Kate or Meghan Markle, but, yeah, but they it's something the, like that. one of them is the Duchess of Cambridge. Yes, but, that's what I, yes. But she wasn't married to him yet, so why is she a duchess? Because it's her family. But then, wouldn't she just be the princess of prince? What the princess? The the princess of Moldova. (laughs) (laughs) Even Tommy, who hasn't seen this movie, knows that that's not what that country is. (laughs) But Moldova is a country from another movie. Which was that? Is that from? Is that from the Princess Bride? Oh, that's Genovia. I don't... What, that one is definitely from something. That sounded too familiar. Genovia is not the Prince's Bride. No, I meant the the Princess, princess Diaries. Diaries. <laughs> but the other one, I think, is a something, too. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, but I'm so confused. <laughs> it, wouldn't she just be the Princess of Mon- Montenero? Montenero? <laughs> I'm pretty sure... a. You're just not in line for the throne. But we call him Prince Harry. Because he is in line for the throne. But why why is she not in the line for the throne? Okay. I don't don't know exactly. So don't... Like, take this with a grain of salt. But, like, the, the reason why Prince Harry is Prince Harry is because he is, like, directly related to... The queen. And I, I think sometimes you're like a duke or duchess. You're a member of the royal family, but it might be like an outside member. Like you might not be like directly related. But wouldn't that mean like by marriage? Think... Well, I mean, that's also po- possible because like the royal family is just like all like people who are kind of related to each other. I, I don't get it. I'm confused. I don't think we're going to get anywhere with this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely. None of us know enough about it, but I do know that. I just Googled it, and this first sentence is While both duchesses and princesses are royalty, and princesses technically outrank duchesses, 
The relationship between the two titles is not clearly defined. Great. Great. So we were all right. <laughs> it's kind of like a catch in football. Nobody really knows what it is. <laughs> and the Duchess is the wife of a duke. Thank you, internet. <laughs> what is a duke? The husband of a duchess. <laughs> <laughs> so the duke is the highest rank below the monarch. So that would be the king? Yeah. So Duke outranks the prince, but a princess yeah. outranks a duchess, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got, I got nothing. What's a baroness, then? Look it up, Lauren! Look it up! <laughs> oh, okay. Now it's like, and sometimes women can be dukes, so nothing makes sense. <laughs> Does it did, does did you add that part or does it say and nothing makes sense as a part of I it? I added the that part. That, that was a little Lauren flavor for you. <laughs> it's a little edit, editorialized edit, <laughs> edit editor edit editing. I don't know. Word I couldn't think of. And it. then this says that the Duchess character in Alice in Wonderland is a duchess Who? great thank you for that the who's duchess, the, the duchess character who's the duchess in house in wonderland <laughs> and the mother cat from aristocrats hold on it says aristocrats but it is definitely Aristocrat. the aristocrats um, because it is not from the aristocrats the mother cat from the aristocrats is a duchess apparently wait i thought i thought her name i thought yeah how is cat, a cat have royal lineage <laughs> don't, that's what it said i'm more confused than i was before none of this is helping <laughs> we'll let it go instead talk about the movie Lawrence, I think, deep on a Wikipedia right now. <laughs> Lawrence going to find we, we it. We've lost her. She's gone. I'm joking, but she has not looked away from the computer screen at all. <laughs> I'm just so confused. Oh, the queen has the final say. <laughs> just in general. The queen is the queen. The queen who, what is, what is, what, who is the queen? She has the final say. <laughs> She did in The Christmas Prince. Nope, still not the movie we watched. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. Good. Because I don't know what happens in the movies so if we needed you to do a conversation. The Queen had sure had the final say in A Princess Switch. Yep. She was great. There's also, there's also this... The Queen is great in this movie. We also have this other fun storyline where the king's like right hand man uh is also a villain oh what did he do did 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 he um for like some uh, for un- unplug someone's hair curler <laughs> for no for some reason he's on to the switch well the king was like you need to f- she's acting different f- figure it out and so then he's like on to them ah uh, gotcha i really thought by the end he and like the prince, the duchess assistant, were gonna fall in love. I thought that was gonna be another too. I side was plot. It. The vibes I think were there. We were, supposed to, we were supposed to hate him a lot. 
I mean, yeah, but like there was sexual tension. I also, she was fine, but I for some reason just like did not trust her at the beginning. Well, yeah, because she seemed like upset about the whole thing for a bit, and she seemed like she like wouldn't like she wasn't saying anything, and I was like shady. But then when like she feigned an apnea, she like proved to be an ally. (laughs) She 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 she, um, faked sleep apnea. She feigned sleep apnea. Is that that's not the word? Angina. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Moving on. Heartburn. (laughs) No need to to explain that to me. Uh. There's a part where the I don't know if it was I think the first morning that Princess Margaret was there. She decides to cook breakfast for her and the daughter, who I do not remember the daughter's name. Like even and though she daughter, can't cook, I don't get yeah. why she tried. And the daughter recognizes that it was not her, and that they should go out for breakfast because she burnt one piece of toast. <laughs> and Stacy DeNovo don't burn no thing. Does she say that? Does she say that she don't burn no thing? No, I say that. Okay. And there's also a thing that anytime Vanessa Hudgens said schedule in her like Schedule? I I, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. I'm not I have it like phonetically in my notes. Schedule. It was like a little kid trying to say schedule. Schedule. My shed no, it's it's schedule. It's schedule. 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 I must check my schedule. Um, and then the next note I have is, damn Kevin, okay. So I'm not really concerned with the plot of this movie, I guess. <laughs> Kevin just shows up, is hot. Well, like, we don't need to say the plot because you know the plot of this you know movie. What the plot is. You know exactly what happens. I also like to point out that the palace guards at, uh, in Belagravia are like 14 years old. <laughs> well, they're cheap. I guess they're cheaper labor-wise. Uh, they literally looked so young. There, I, I didn't really... I didn't. Were there guards? I didn't see any. There was like one scene where they were just standing there while she walked in. Uh, can we, can, there's also... There's also a bunch of weird tracking shots whenever the one would enter a room. <laughs> <laughs> And it was always like, who is this man? <laughs> I'm sorry, who is this child? <laughs> <laughs> so th- there's this once, they go to, um, what's it called? An orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um, so like, then it became, shoot, what's that movie? There's this movie where like, just had this exact scene in an orphanage. <laughs> Annie. <laughs> it was like sort of Annie, but the Grinch. There's this one girl that keeps talking to them, and no, um, this this it's um it's like the Princess Diaries. Yeah, oh, the, yep, that it is. It's the Princess Diaries, and like there's the same. Honestly, could be the same girl. <laughs> it could be. And she keeps talking to them, and there's this one line. I'm trying to find it in my notes. That she like says to them, and just her accent just just gone, and it's <laughs> the weirdest thing. Ah, oh, I can't find it though. Oh, it, it, she says you're a real princess now, aren't you? But she's like, you're a real princess now, aren't it? 
It like goes full. It goes full. If you could change your fate, would you? <laughs> if you could change your fate, would you? Because full Merida, like a mix of Scottish and like um, speech impediment. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so also that was right after their wedding, and she just everyone's still standing around, and this little girl runs up and goes. You're a prince. And this insane accent. I, I didn't do it justice. I was practicing it, but I forgot how to do it. And don't let the accent fool you. The accent, or the... Don't let the accent fool you. The acting was also very bad. Yes. <laughs> if you can look by her bad accent work, she also just can't act for regular. And, and, and by the way, I just want to clarify really quick. When you say that you didn't do it justice, you're referring to the dog from A Christmas Veteran, right? Of, Veteran's Christmas. Of course. What other? <laughs> well, I don't. I justice is a dog's name and has no other meaning. <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> so since we're talking about the orphanage, let's just wrap that quick storyline up. Yeah. It's it's so basically. She's like, you need to be. I don't. Why does she care? Okay, this is gonna sound bad, but why does she okay. care about orphans? Like, it's not part of her character that we've gotten for the first two-thirds of the movie. No, and everything that, every every fucking thing that Chicago Vanessa Hudgens does as Duchess of Margaret, Margaret Duchess. Duchess of Margaret. This is Margaret's Duchess, the Duchess of Margaret. Everything she does as the Duchess betrays everything we know about this character. Yeah, like, if baking's her thing. Why didn't she bake? She baked one time. She made cookies the one time. And then she... Everything else... She's very spontaneous, which from what... The only thing we know from her at the beginning of the movie is that she is not spontaneous. <laughs> Literally her only trait. And giving... And it was like, all of the stuff, it was like... And like, outspoken, which we also never really got beforehand. Uh-huh. It was like literally like she was just like a different character. Yeah, it really was. It was she so was like strange. Very, like, she was very like free, free loving and like free spirit type. Mm-hmm. As soon as she uh, was the Duchess of Margaret or pretending to be. <laughs> the Duchess of Margaret. Oh, and she, Montanero. The whole reason she even goes along with this plan still confuses me. It was literally because she got. Yeah, so she was like, hey, will you let me be you for two days? And the Duchess asked, asked her that. Yeah. Asked, uh, Stacy. And Stacy goes, sure, if you pay for this girl I know to go to a dance school here over the summer. Good deal, good deal. And it's like, yeah, I'll abandon everyone I know. Yeah, and that's fine. Why wouldn't? Why can't she just tell... Um, Kevin and the little girl about it. I'm sure they would be like fine. Yeah, like every yeah, every, we haven't gotten anything from these characters to know that like it wouldn't be a big deal. And, yeah, and they don't have any ties. To, and the girl to figures out immediately, anyways. Yeah, yeah. How Balgravia? How dumb is Kevin? Where he or can't Ball figure Gravia. it out? <laughs> yeah, Kevin even makes out with the one, and it's like, mm, he are you my friend? Notice the difference? No. No. You can't tell that this is an original flavor, Stacy. Original? No, because they <laughs> were original recipe. They weren't dating. They didn't. They weren't a thing. Oh. Mm-mm. 
So as far as he knows, this is like <laughs> as soon as they switched, he started to fall in love. Oh, he didn't even fall. Wait, he didn't love Chicago Stacy. No. no, I was under the impression he repeated, that he loved Chicago no, Stacy. He repeatedly said he he said multiple times that he in fact did not love. Like he explicitly stated that she was too uptight for him, which is not anything from what we got from when she was pretending to be the Duchess. Mm. Yeah, and honestly, but, wouldn't a duchess be uptight? Yes. I think he's, like, forgetting about that aspect. And the duchess is like, yeah, let's go with the flow. Let's throw out our schedule. Or, yeah. Honestly, and she's like, don't you know that life is what happens when you're busy making plans? The, uh, the duchess just wanted a taste. Of Kevin? Of Kevin. <laughs> a taste of Kevin could be another show where we where Kevin is in the title. Who oh. doesn't though? Am I right? Ah, uh, like honestly, this movie's worth watching just for Kevin. <laughs> so they go to this orphanage because she has to read to this these orphans, and then the orphans are like, "We don't have anything for Christmas," and she's like, oh, "Gotta change that." So then she goes and gets them a tree, and she makes her and Edward. Go buy the presents and wrap them and then take them over the next day. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. There's they show the tree on the car when they're packing everything up, and it is so tiny. <laughs> and then once they're there and it's set up, it is the whole middle of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and also, they gave all of these kids the gifts that day, and it wasn't even Christmas. <laughs> and then they we got all these presents. And then Santa's gonna, Father Christmas is gonna come and give us even more. <laughs> and they're like, oh, sorry, sorry, kids. Yeah. Oh, but oh, oh, also, I wrote in all caps. Why does the children's shelter have mistletoe? <laughs> so much mistletoe. So that kids can make out. Lord, <laughs> just because they have, they don't have parents doesn't mean they can't make out with each other. Because there's. After they give all... This is the second time they were caught out in the mistletoe. The first time, she just kissed him on the cheek. The second time, mm-hmm. they full-on made out in front of these orphans. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to talk... What are the orphans cheering? <laughs> of course. I want to talk about the prince, because he sucks. I... This, this is what I really didn't like about this movie, and why I would consider it bad, is every scene with Stacy, Vanessa Hudgens, and the prince is so goddamn boring. Because he has no charisma whatsoever. I think the biggest problem is that they were trying to portray his character. They wanted Vanessa to like him. I keep saying Vanessa as if that's a a different... different, Mm -hmm. uh, As as if that will differentiate the two of them. Just use the accent with the corresponding character and everything (laughs) will make sense. Um, Stacy... Mm -hmm. They wanted Stacy to like the prince, but they wanted it him to not like. They wanted the Duchess to not want to marry him. So instead of giving him a personality, <laughs> they just were like, "Let's just make him so plain <laughs> that like the Duchess is just bored, but somehow, but like Stacy can like get him out of his shell because like they they had to make." him bad enough that she doesn't want to marry him but okay enough that Stacy could fall in love and that's where the problem was that they just didn't give him a personality yeah interesting 
And so, like, Which at, they could have just given him a personality and just been like the Duchess could have been like, well, he's a nice guy, but not for me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But the, which just leaves Vanessa Hudgens to do all the heavy lifting in their scenes together because he's just unbearably boring to watch. There is one scene though I wrote down because there's one scene where she walks out and he is just staring at a painting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a painting of his grandmother wearing the family crest that comes up later. Uh-huh. But, and he starts talking about her and then uh, Vanessa Hudgens is talking she's just talking to him about his grandma and then he goes you know you remind me a lot of her very cool thing to say to somebody yeah (laughs) and i wrote i just wrote down don't give her i want to fuck you eyes after you say you remind her of your grandma again the royal royal families are weird but he literally was like you remind me of my grandma and then gave her like the biggest fuck me eyes i've ever seen (laughs) he wanted it so bad like, oh yes, where my family crest. And you know what I like this photo of my old grandmother. <laughs> oh <laughs> it's every man's dream. <laughs> and I wanted Margaret and Kevin to get weird. <laughs> yeah, they were they were too all they did was watch a Christmas prince. Oh my god. Wait, what? Oh, oh Are you fucking kidding me? Oh. Holy shit. She he goes you want to watch a Christmas movie? And she's like, sure. Which one? And, and then, then one on Netflix. It cu- no, it cuts <laughs> it to the screen, the and it's the Netflix homepage, and I lost um, my mind. Did they do the ba-bomb? Because they should have done the ba-bomb. Because no. that would have been such a flex. And then he's like, what about this one? And she was like, oh, is it good? And then he was like, it's your favorite movie. And it's The Christmas uh. Prince. And then it cuts to the end of The Christmas Prince, and she's sobbing. <laughs> it's like I never saw it before. No, she's doing her fake Chicago accent. Oh. <laughs> it's like I never saw it before. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey guys, just to the listeners, though, that was, <laughs> that was, that was Tyler, movie. not Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, we thought that that was a clip we pulled, but no, that was me. <laughs> we don't have that kind of budget yet. <laughs> So we just have yeah, Tyler to do that. <laughs> I just, I do want to say, Gwendolyn, that when you said that we don't have that budget yet, that did sound like a threat. <laughs> yeah, so until you, until you start giving us any goddamn money, Tyler is going to be reenacting all our scenes. So pay. Yeah, so we're going to um, start putting scenes in. <laughs> so then. All my notes are at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was just... The, the scene when they cut to Netflix is hysterically funny. It was so good. That's very good. They switch back, and the... The king's henchman... <laughs> <laughs> takes... <Sure. laughs> takes impossibly close photos of them standing in the room together while he's on a balcony like I don't know 40 feet away (laughs) but he takes like full on medium shots of them (laughs) and um he tries to give it to the king but the queen is a boss ass bitch is like no you're gonna give me that the queen somehow figured it out herself kind of if only there were any clues (laughs) I think the queen 
I don't think the queen knew. I think the queen oh, oh, yeah. by the photo. Oh, yeah, because he was like, uh, the king needs this. And she's like, oh, excuse me. You did not just disrespect me. Give me your fucking camera or I'm firing you on Christmas. <laughs> nice. Yeah, she's a boss-ass bitch. And then, so she gets the photo. I think that's probably how she knew. Yeah. Maybe she had suspicions, but I think that's how she She knew. just got pissed at the guy for, like, disrespecting her. Yeah. There was, like, every once in a while there was a scene where the girls, like, stood up to someone being sexist, and then mm-hmm. it was just like, all right, and then we just moved on. <laughs> and then, weirdly, like, the, the character would pull out a checklist, and they would, like, put the <laughs> check next to it, and then they would, like, go about the scene. Like, that wasn't something they just did. Very um, weird. Speaking of, I think this movie passes the Bechdel test. Ooh. That's not something we've really ever talked about on this podcast, but... If only there was a podcast that would discuss that. But. There's no way Double Daddy did. <laughs> oh, no. There's Double no way. Daddy. I there's think... just too many daddies to make it work. <laughs> I don't think there's ever a scene where two females had a conversation. Yeah, it was just the one where they're grunting trying to kill each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please, ladies, there's enough daddy to go around. Hey, Double Daddy. Okay, because that was me and not... <laughs> yeah, look, guys, I know you may be thinking, well... <laughs> but no. The daddy's in the house. <laughs> um, so then, since the queen was going to hand out the winning ribbons at the competition, mm. she sends Lady Margaret and Prince Edward in her place. And then on the way there... Lauren, please, it's, it's a royal family, so it's in, in her stead. <laughs> so then uh, Lady Margaret tells Prince Edward the truth <gasps> and he's like no. let's yes. go get this bitch and he was like honestly I don't care and then they got there right at the end which is like if you guys were like presenting these awards why wouldn't you have been there the whole time <laughs> or at least a little earlier Um, yeah and then Stacy wins duh yeah, of course. This isn't any million dollar cook-off <laughs> scenario. And uh, so they go to give the ribbons, and then they start talking, and they're like, we gotta go backstage. And I was like, but you're in the, this is in the middle of a competition. You could have just handed them the medals and then go talked backstage. Yeah, nobody's expecting you to like stand on stage the whole yeah. time. Nobody was making accusations at the time. And then they went back. And they explained it to Kevin, who was the only one who didn't know what was going on at this point. Kevin had to wait. Kevin Kevin had to wait. Because he could. Because Kevin can wait. (laughs) Right. So then uh, they were talking, and the prince is like, yo, I want to fuck you, whether you're pretending to be Margaret or not. Is that an actual quote? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I paraphrased. <laughs> um, and Kevin's like, wait, so I didn't just make out with my high school best friend? Cool. This, is that also a line for the movie? I paraphrased. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so then Prince Edward, they go, she's like, I can't marry you. You're a prince. And then she runs outside. So then he follows her. So in the middle of this, this stage, mm-hmm. he proposes to her. And is like, hey, will you marry me in a year? On Christmas. Oh, on Christmas. Oh, he goes, on Christmas. She's Because they both, by the way, 
All four of them had said that they loved each other to the other person at this point. He's like, I don't care that you lied to me for two days. I love you. Yeah, in this two-day two adventure. Also enough for me to fall in love with you. And then she was like, I love you too, but I can't be with you because I'm, I'm from Chicago. I'm just a baker. Nope, that was British. Uh, yo, I'm just a baker. Yeah, I'm just a baker. The bears. I bake. I, bra- I bake for the bears. And then... Wait, that's what, what you didn't have to have a, sh- a hat that's in Chicago. You could have had like a Cubs hat, a Bears hat, anything, mm-hmm. a White Sox hat. I don't know why you would have that, but you could have had that. Okay, th- anyways. So no offense to people who watch these movies because I watch them because I like them, but you can't. This is one of the scenarios where you cannot trust the audience. You have to tell them everything. <laughs> that's true. So, uh, and then. Lady Margaret is like, I love you, Kevin. And he's just like, okay. (laughs) I'm down for that. And then his daughter's like, make out in front of me. Do it now. That's another... Is this like a weird thing about making out in front of kids at this movie? No, it, it happens in all these movies. There's like a daughter or a niece... Who wants their like father figure to get fucked so badly? It's like it's the child's goal is just to get them laid. She says multiple times that she wants a new mom. Yeah, no, she says to Santa, she's like, Santa, look, hook this dude up. (laughs) Nice. That is also from the new crazy. Let's get this guy some tail. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's at least two things these movies have in common. Three Christmas. Uh, wanting moms to have boyfriends or the father figure, I guess. Uh, orphanages. Great. So then, uh, he proposes and is like, if you're still in love with me a year from Christmas, will you marry me? A year from Christmas. Your next Christmas. I, I really thought they were setting up for of a course. sequel with that line. I was like, oh, well, we're gonna we get a princess switch wedding. And then that's it. And, of course, um, Princess Margaret caught the bouquet, so she and Kevin will get married soon after, which is the sequel I want. Yeah, we want more Kevin. Because, guys, we need to talk more about Kevin. Mm-hmm. His shirt, we kind of glazed over it. His shirtless scene came out of nowhere and was much appreciated. <laughs> and was a highlight of this film. Because I don't even think we see Prince Edward shirtless at all. No, is it, is it Edward? <laughs> it is Edward. I, I'm shocked to find out know. it's Edward. But it was like, they know that we didn't care and we didn't want it. <laughs> he was, uh, like, the, this movie spends a lot more time with Stacey and Edward than it does with Margaret and Kevin, and it's unfortunate. Alright. Well, cause it, I guess... <laughs> because... It's it's every girl's dream to 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 fall in love with the prince of another country and like you're just a regular girl and you fall in love with a prince in another country. It's not every girl's fantasy to be a princess and fall in love with a sous chef from Chicago. Not even a sous chef, like a Sue Baker. <laughs> um so that's a princess switch. We Talked for a long time, but really barely about the movie. <laughs> yeah, we talked a lot about a Nutty Christmas. <laughs> so, do you have any other comments before we get into our segments? I got sad when they did when Kevin 
said like Kevin I'm is just there was a line that was like Kevin is just Kevin and I was like Kevin is so much more than that. Like you don't deserve Kevin in How life. dare you? <laughs> and then when he was sad, I was sad. <laughs> you really felt for Kevin. Oh, in every way. On on this film's IMDb page, there's part of a trivia. And there's like uh, there's nods. There's certain moments that reference, you know, the Parent Trap starring Lindsay Lohan. Um, like a part where they full on do the, <laughs> the, the secret handshake from that movie. And then uh, in this movie, you know, they look at the Christmas Prince. Blah blah blah. And then there's one is the moment when Stacy is, is invited to play the piano at a party could be a callback to another identical stranger film It Takes Two starring Mary Kay Olsen and Ashley Olsen <laughs> I'm sure it is and not just that there's only so much you can do with these movies <laughs> I hope and it is all that happened in that scene is that they were like hey do you want to play the piano that was it that must be a callback I was going to try and do a, a parody of Must Be Christmas called Must Be Callback. <laughs> uh, Must Be Callback. <laughs> love it. Great job, Lori. That was it. I crushed it. I'm too tired. It's almost 4 a.m. now. Jesus if you're keeping track. Um, so, drinking game. Since we didn't do that last time. Oops. <laughs> I would take a shot every time you want to fuck Kevin. Ah, uh, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa there. Maybe, yeah, maybe a sip, I think. Please. I would, um... Remember, please, be safe. <laughs> drink every time you might think for just a second, wait, have I seen this movie before? <laughs> um, you when when the... When the Christmas Prince shows up on the on the screen, you do have to finish your drink, and then you have to cry. Wait, every time? <laughs> no. Well, oh, the, the, the Netflix movie. <laughs> I forgot which one we're talking about again. Um, every time she says schedule, you schedule. You have to take a drink. How about how about every time? Um, every time you're you're told that life is what happens when you're busy making other plans, you take a drink. That would be good. Ooh, that yeah, happens a lot. It does. <laughs> every time you you take a sip, every time you think that guy's gonna be Santa. <laughs> how about how about you take a take a or finish your drink every time somebody full on makes out in front of a child? <laughs> well, that's a finish your drink because I think it only happens once. <laughs> it happens? No, twice. it happens at least twice. We've established that. <laughs> take a shot, then. We just want you nice and drunk. <laughs> Anything else? Honestly, just, like, make a list of all the tropes there are for these kinds of movies, like, impromptu snowy fight, impromptu snowball, snowball fight, Snow, snowball fight, being a baker, being a workaholic, <laughs> um, wanting to adhere to a schedule, <laughs> a schedule, <laughs> anytime they, there's a vaguely magic Christmas figure, um, a handsome best friend, um, a kid and some love interest. A kid who wants her dad to get laid. <laughs> what about a play within a play scene? Because um, that was in a Nutty Christmas, and it was in a veteran or a, vet, a veteran's Christmas. What was? A, like a scene where they go to a play. 
They go to the theater. Do they go to the theater? No. No. That would be great. I mean, they're filming a TV show. That's the same thing. It's close enough. It's it's theater of the art of baking. <laughs> Nailed nice. that. Nailed it. So that'll take good care of you. <laughs> yeah. So how would you rewrite this movie? How would you fix it? I would give the the prince any sort of personality. That's honestly that's really all it needs. That's all it needs. Cuz I like okay. I liked it enough. With some some better writing maybe, but like even then it's very cheesy, but it's like a fun cheesy. Yeah, it's like now, just as good as any other one. Could you could you potentially do a thing where um the prince loves being on schedule and loves having an itinerary to follow things and but here's the thing he did but but Stacy was too free willing and stuff that he didn't adhere to it and did what she wanted to do well, that doesn't which make is the sense. opposite of what she is right because yeah. I would say that the thing that we should fall we should fall in love with at the end we should be like Wow, this is perfect because he, they, she and he love schedules, and she and him, Zoe Deschanel and the other guy, love uh, um, being free. being on schedule, and the other ones love being free re- or, free wheeling. Make, but here's, but, make but, him but, a baker too, like he can bake. <laughs> yeah, like he secretly likes baking. <laughs> Wait a minute, I figured it out. I figured out how we fixed the movie. All four characters are played by Vanessa Hutchins. <laughs> They're all bakers. They're all from Chicago. I'll be honest. They're all princesses. I'll be honest. It wouldn't make the movie worse. <laughs> I think it would make it substantially better. I'm into whatever train wreck that would be. <laughs> but, uh, no. She, like, makes him more free. Like, he was supposed to be on meetings in Spain for, like, two days. And then he, like changed his plans to be with her like for the two days before he knew she was switched but like so he he's missing his schedule she's missing his her schedule so like that one the sole character trait we know about her is like immediately non-existent so I would don't do that (laughs) Give him any sort of personality, even if it's a bad one. Yeah, and like, like an abusive, like what do you mean bad? Like just like you just don't want to talk to him. Here, oh, and more time with Kevin. He really loves Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, more time with Kevin. Yeah, as much time with Kevin. Make this movie about Kevin. <laughs> I would say. More shirtless scenes from Kevin, but honestly, the one we got was so unexpected, but appreciated it, but appreciated that I really liked it on its own. Yeah, you know? I liked being blindsided by it a little bit. Because <laughs> you didn't know it was coming. Hashtag blindsided. <laughs> you didn't know it was coming, and then it was like so much better than you could have imagined. Yeah. Did you get the notification that they've been doing on on Netflix where it's like, would you like to watch that scene again when he took his shirt off? He's like... Like, yes. Oh, I did like at the end of that. She goes, Oh, it just got very hot. <laughs> it's quite hot. Yeah, Margaret was into it. She was down to fuck. 
Yeah, but she was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't. But she wanted to, and I appreciate that about Margaret. Um, so, so some one star reviews. I'm on IMDb, and it, this says trash would be a compliment. <laughs> I mean, honestly, porn, but porn is censored in the text. They did P asterisk asterisk N has better acting. Vanessa Hudgens' British accent makes the Scottish sound like royalty. Her acting Ooh. would be far improved with a sack over her head. You failed. Oh, shit. You failed high school and you failed here. Oh shit, this is brutal. There's so many one-star reviews. I'm, as I'm like looking through. Mm-hmm. This one this one the actual review isn't very it's just very boring, but the title is great. It's Princess Switch Off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um this is a positive review that somehow has a one star. Oh, it's get it. Really cool movie. <laughs> it was This one is good. What? This is something talking about a lip sync, but when did people sing? Um Oh no, it it was Grease Live that they watched. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I'm I literally don't remember. Oh, the carols. Carolers. Were they... I, I guess I, I wasn't uh, paying attention to them that much. Yeah, so, like, it is... Most of these reviews are are super predictable, but, like, at the end of the day, like, that's what this kind of movie is. It's the same plot points, just, like, re-wrapped. Re-gifted, if you will. There we go. And, like, I don't hate them. Like, I, I, at the end of the day, this is as much fun as any other one. Although, I do see this one. It's called Washed. And the comment is, she's a bit way too old to be playing these princesses, princess characters in movies. Wow. I guess she'll take any gig possible. Jeez. So, uh, Ricardo Guzman, fuck you. I thought I didn't think her acting was that bad. I don't think her age was the issue. That's what's making me mad. Yeah, she's thirty-two. Yeah, that's that's a that's the age that you should be for to star in these movies. And and to to get married, it's a good age. Would you want her to be like sixteen? Yeah, yeah, and then, and and like Quinn said, it's not like she feels like she's old. Like she's not that old, anyways. But it's not like she feels like she's even older. She doesn't even feel like she's thirty. She feels like she's still in her like like mid to late twenties. So it's not like she even you know feels like she's old. You know. Yeah, and guess what? She made money for this movie. <laughs> Do you know how much she made for this? I would love to know. I'd... And does she get does she get paid double because she played two parts? Who knows? Does Tatiana Mans- Mansley get eight Emmys for her work on Orphan Black? Tatiana Masolati? Yeah, close. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> like, I think you're about to be like close enough to my pronunciation. I thought it yours was. was perfect. <laughs> anyway. Orphan Black's good. Me. She deserves every Emmy in the world. That's all I got. She's she's really great. Yeah, I would love to hear how much Vanessa Hudgens got paid for this. 
Not enough. <laughs> Not enough? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the hard stance. That, that one comment made me so mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> Is that all our segments besides rating it? I think so. I just looked up the writer for this movie. It was her first movie. Aw. Aw, she she did it. (laughs) She definitely wrote a movie. We're proud of you. Yeah, Netflix doesn't reveal anything about pricing, so we'll never know. Oh, that's a good point. They don't need to. Alright. So, Tyler, we'll start with you. How do you rate this movie? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Simple. I I give it to Vanessa Hudgensons out of four. <laughs> Interesting scale of four. <laughs> well, because of four four uh, potential Vanessa Hudgensons, if they had cast all four characters as her, but since the movie only did two, I'm only giving it two to Vanessa Hudgens. Sure, sure, sure. I guess I'd give it one star. <laughs> is that is that how this works? <laughs> Do we all give it the same score? One star because it's just is it over the Quinn. I give it um, five out of six of Kevin's abs. <laughs> oh, we're doing we're doing interesting <laughs> selections now. It's our new thing. I st- I've started a trend. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it two out of two makeouts in front of children. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I would out of five. I think I would rate this like a four. That's a little high because I got pretty high. I got real bored in the middle. Yeah, I didn't want to. I think three point five is what I. I don't know. I'd probably say like three for me. Is it that high? I don't really know. I'm just gonna stick to it because who cares? Because it was like, <laughs> it was a good cheesy bad movie, and that's what I wanted when I was watching it. Yeah. I you know? honestly this out of 5 scale stresses me up cuz me out cuz I don't th- it doesn't give me the range I'm looking for. Let's do 10 for this one. <laughs> out of 10, I'd probably say like a 6.5 then. That's what I'm that's what I'm looking say, for. I was going to say 7. Yeah, like around there. That's probably way more accurate. Yeah. Than what we had said before. Cause yeah, I it was a it was a fun watch. It's not a very, I mean, yeah. it doesn't really. There's no reason to not watch it. Yeah, but I'm not like don't this movie's. I mean, it's not good. There's like no reason to watch it either. <laughs> no, it's like if you want to watch a good film. <laughs> it's not stop! Fun. If you want to watch a good film, you found it. <laughs> you found it. Just go see Spider Verse again. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it twice. So, so have we. It's so good. We actually saw it exactly a week after we saw it the first time. I love mm-hmm. that. So I, we, now we, we should go every Thursday. We should. It's our new tradition. I saw it with my parents your, last night. Well, that is like the, the Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Is that your thing? Because you did that with 22 Jump Street. You saw it I every saw, Tuesday for like a month and a half. Yeah, I saw 22 Jump Street five times. Yeah, most people's favorite movie is, you know, not a sequel to (laughs) 21 Jump Street, but But not Lauren. Not Lauren. I I can't help it. Lauren's not wrong, though. 22 Jump Street is, if you're looking for a great film, what's 22 Jump Street? 
Um, or any Phil Lord movie. Chris Miller. But right now, go support Spider-Verse. See it in theaters. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it does the Jumanji thing and, like, after, like, all the big holiday movies clear out, it just, like, stays around and, like, keeps making money. Was Jumanji good? Yeah. Uh, Jumanji was pretty good, but, like, for whatever reason, people fucking loved it. Like, it was just, like, they, they kept... Like it, yeah, it came out and it's and it like debuted at number two behind Star Wars, and then Star Wars was number one for a couple weeks, and then it like was number one four weeks in a row after like Star Wars had died down, going into January, and then Maze Runner came out, so that was number one, and then the next week after that, twenty or Jumanji was back at number one. It was like. I don't think it deserved all that, but I think people it was, just I kept, thought it was like, good. People just kept seeing it, and then Spider-Verse is the kind of movie that I think you could see a lot of times and really like it, so I'm and hoping like, that's catch what people new do. things. Yeah. So hopefully people do that, because it's really good and deserves it. I want to buy the art book. I've never said that about a movie before. Oh, the animation is so cool. Yeah. All right. So it's four o'clock in the morning. Hell yeah! That this is this, this is pod, podcasting prime time right here. It's four o'clock in the morning. This conversation got boring. <laughs> Just like that, mo- the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the you movie. Feel like you're every... talking to a couple of Prince Edwards. <laughs> I was say, just like the movie and anything that Prince Edward said. <laughs> but you can find. Remember, you remind me of my grandma. <laughs> Let's go fuck. Nice. He, he he gets a little weird when he needs to. Yeah. But you can... F- but like, why, don't we do- why don't we dive into that? <laughs> Lord, I'm confused. Are you trying to wrap up the podcast or keep going? <laughs> because it seemed like you were trying to wrap it up. But now, now that we're talking about Prince Edward again, it seems like you're right back in it. No, I was just saying, like, we, they could have di- dove into that part of his personality. Like, the part that kind of wants to fuck his grandma. <laughs> <laughs> like... There's there's unexplored story there. Yeah. It would be a personality and that's what I want. I love it. I think that was that that is what they should have done. But they already put the Easter egg there. Just dive in. That'll be the Easter special. That's stupid. What's the correlation of Easter? Because she said Easter egg. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you can find. Lauren's <laughs> trying to say something, but she can't. I was just imagining a scene where he's like outside and. <laughs> And it's like looking through Easter eggs, and he picks one up and opens it, and it's the family crest <laughs> his grandma was wearing, and then he gave to to Stacy. And then he's like, oh, "Grandma!" And then he turns around, <laughs> and Vanessa Hudgens, uh, Stacy is standing there dressed as the grandma from that portrait, but like also has a Playboy bunny. Yeah. And, but like, also, is she wearing old age makeup? Yeah, and she has she has like an old wig on, and then he's like, oh, and then he, and then they just run off into the sunset together. Adorable, I love it. That's that's the Christmas or the the Easter Prince. The Easter Switch. That's the whole movie. The Easter Switch. And then that person complains that it's like a um, <laughs> this this one's just a porn with no plot. <laughs> 
the Easter switch, but he switches Stacy for his grandmother. <laughs> yeah, this is just the opening to a porn that cuts off before the good stuff begins. It's very about, niche. Okay, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if Netflix is gonna make this, and they will because they they will make Listen anything. Um, I think that they should involve time travel in, in the Easter Prince, and that it should actually be a love triangle between <laughs> Chicago Baker Stacy and uh, Prince Edward's actual literal grandmother, who is who is also played by Vanessa Hutchins. <gasps> there, it writes itself. It tr- it truly it does. All right, so that's that's the Easter switch. <laughs> But anyway, we can be found on can I, Twitter. Can I, can I come back for that one? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we can be found on Twitter at One Star Movies. I can be found on Twitter at underscore Quinn Latifah. Lauren can be found on Twitter at Molliturnup. And Tyler, I'm sorry, I don't know like your Twitter. <laughs> Just like the country. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I'm sorry, I don't know your Twitter off the top of my head. It's at Tyler Molaterno, a.k.a. Tyler Swift. Great. Um, great. Podcast is ruined. (laughs) You're welcome for another two-hour episode. Mm -hmm. Okay, bye! (laughs) If there's one thing I'm good at, it's ending a podcast.